and welcome to the Trini Tech Cast. This is episode 22, right? Please tell me I'm correct. 23, 23, episode 23, and? I think so. We <laughs> boy. I think, yeah, I think so, I think so. Hold on, yeah. I, could, I could quickly triple check that and make sure that I am not crazy. Yeah, we just did episode 22 last week. Okay, cool. Whew. Wow. Yeah, Netflix password cracked almost last week. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Hey, 10 plays, boy. Look at that. That does it does an improvement or improvement? Yeah, yeah, no, nah, they'll just Google alone. There's no okay, Spotify okay. side, Google alone. Uh, One of them plays was me. I, I listened to the whole podcast from start to finish this week. Okay, so, okay, okay. so that was... Uh, no, it's last week I do that. I don't think I listened yeah, to this yeah, week. Yeah, I think last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I didn't. Oh, yeah, I didn't listen to this week. Okay, look at that. I'm glad. We're glad to have you all here. Um, this is me, Mr. Charles, uh, at Make It Simple TT, and Redbit Tech. He's Redbit underscore Tech. And our job is to talk about technology primarily from a Caribbean perspective and try to song smart about it. Not song smart, but was it what we used last week? Think critically, critically. Yeah, crit- think critically, and you know, analytical you know. skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give Something's our point of view, and hopefully, you know, people out there who probably had questions or probably don't understand certain things, you make things a little clearer for you, so you in turn could think critically and make your own decisions and assumptions. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so we have three topics today. Today's topics are Caribbean Data Center. Now, when you sent me this, I was like, wow, how come I missed this, boy? But I probably missed it because this week I had exams. And this week, this coming week I have exams. And the following week I have exams also. So it's just preparing to rent for exams like crazy. So I haven't done any TikTok videos, anything in a long time besides the yeah, podcast. Yeah. So yeah, me Caribbean too, me Data too. Center. I want to talk about that. And uh, we want to talk about the TSTT broadband strategy. Um, they want to figure out a way to cut down the cost. And then there's this AI extinction risk thing that happened recently. Uh, I do, it's a, it's a, a, a statement made by all the who's who of AI about warning about the bad things. I feel it was just taken front. But we'll talk about it when we get it. Because yeah. um, the first one, which is very, very, very intriguing, like I find this to be almost... Almost more hopefulness start to come out now, but then I remember hopefulness. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, you know, I can't help but be hopeful. Yeah, but yeah, then you know, yeah. devil's advocate, devil's advocate had to come out, and <laughs> 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 we had to go in. So Caribbean data center. I haven't read the article yet. I just browsed through it. So tell me, tell me about this. Um, what did you glean from it? I mean, there is more or less on our wider overall digital transformation initiative for the for the entire Caribbean, or at least these countries, you know, and I mean here locally as well, you know, digital transformation seems to be the, the new buzzword, you know. So they have an overall digital transformation, you know, and the support and the focusing on a few areas, which will be oh, infrastructural, ecosystem, cybersecurity and digital identity, the EID stuff. 
I think we, we covered some stuff on last. Uh, yeah, we uh, covered already. that already. Yeah, look, they have it in point form here. Consider yeah, the yeah. creation of a regional government cloud leveraging, cloud leveraging existing and planned government data centers across the Caribbean. Establish a regional data center to provide more cost-effective and resilient solutions for data storage and management. Develop a regional CSIRT computer security incident response team. Ooh, fancy. To, <laughs> to coordinate collaboration among... CSITs, um, enhance cybersecurity education, training, and awareness to build capacity to address the skills gap in cybersecurity, develop a critical infrastructure protection regional framework Wow, to protect critical infrastructure from cyber threats, pursue cross-border recognition of digital IDs, <laughs> establish a shared repository of digital solutions, government-owned source code, yeah. Okay. Develop a region-wide validation of national forms of identification and credentials based on interoperable digital identity. Eleven mm -hmm. countries are there: TNT, Antigua and Barbuda, Barbados, Belize, Curacao, Dominica, Grenada, Haiti, Suriname, Saint yeah. Kitts, and Nevis. Tell me which country there is a glaring. Haiti. No. What, one that one? glaring that not there. One Caribbean country that oh, not oh, there. Oh, 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 oh. Jamaica. Yep. Yeah, Jamaica. <laughs> what 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 was your was your was your takeaway from Jamaica not being there? Let me just get out first before we start um, to talk about it. I guess it, it, it's probably concerns. I have concerns, and I, I, I think they probably have concerns as well. And the concerns probably wasn't addressed adequately. You know, I doubt it was that these eleven countries pull aside and you know they didn't involve Jamaica in it. You know, I suspect it had to be surrounding our, around either the concerns or the idea. There wasn't sold good enough on the idea and how it probably going to be executed, mm, how it going to be. Oh, you talk. You're making some bold claims here, sir. Making some bold claims. I mean, uh, it's, 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 a, um, <laughs> it's a speculation. It's a speculation. Mm, you know, I mean, they're not there, so... What other reason it have the, the the eleven countries didn't tell them about it? They went to the side and say like we can't for the side. Well, some Jamaica. of the countries there have seen um I seen some non English speaking countries like Curacao, yeah. um, Belize, Dominica, Haiti. Uh, um, I don't know why because it's not like it's the Commonwealth or it's the Caricom, Caricom or anything, or anything like Guyana, that. Guyana, Guyana, not there as well, eh? Mm hmm. No, Guyana, not there. Well, Guyana yeah. oil money, Guyana oil money, saying saying things all over. Now. So they yeah. could they could call shots and be like, "Oh, we don't need you. We could pay our own consultants or something like that." But um, which one of the things that I just listed out is the most ambitious one of all? I mean, the whole premise of everything ambitious, you know, it's <laughs> a very ambitious project. <laughs> And my thing is, too, it's not just, okay, we're going to do it in Trinidad, but you want to involve 11 countries to coordinate all of that with 11 countries. You don't know where, even if you look at it from a, a government standpoint or political, let like me say, all right, PNM in power now here in Trinidad, the other countries have 11 other governments. Let like me say, planning to implement this in the next two years, the next three years, the next four years, in terms of countries actually going through it, it how maintainable it's going to be. You know, things just be government yeah, yeah, change, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. vision change. One of the countries might drop out. 
You know, so, so in terms of long-term so sustainability. It's a talk shop. It's a talk shop that you're not going to result in anything. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, as I say, you're, you're hopeful and you hope that, you know, in the discussions and everything, that the thinking about all of this. So maybe it is that they sign some type of MOU or some type of five-year agreement or ten-year agreement to say, okay, if we're doing this, you have to be locked in for a certain period of time. You can just flip-flop. But... but Again, who who and who gonna come out on top with with an agreement like that? All right, let, let let me do this. Let me do this systematically. Let, let, let me see if we could spend our five minutes and just go through systematically. Cloud re, re, creation of a regional government cloud. What out Plan. of ten? Out of ten. Oh, I mean, that will happen. <laughs> yeah, scale of 1 to 10. I say a regional government cloud where everybody has a shared cloud service that people could, um, that governments could use. That's a 2. <laughs> 12 to 10? Yeah, easy. Uh, <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, right. look at it this way. In Trinidad alone, we have how many government agencies and all of them operating in silos. Yeah, they're on different um, databases. Now, I feel like you're trying to do this, but within Trinidad itself, and I'm sure the problem, they're through all the other islands. Oh, it, it our, blows our, in the other islands. Yeah, our systems itself, not into, not not together as one. You know, it's a low-hanging fruit. Fix yourself, fix, fix the country, fix our systems, you know, at least make our stuff integrated all before right, you all go right. out. Next mm-hmm. one is a regional data center to provide cost-effective um, and resilient solution for data storage and management. Zero. <laughs> and even, yeah. yeah, that, that. Yeah, I mean, that. again, you need to have, so if you're going into this new whole environment, you need to put good data and good resources into it. You know, the data coming in, can just be some Yeah, my, cup, my, yeah, yeah my problem, my problem is that, um, it's not that it can't be done, but Google exists, AWS exists, Azure exists, and their data storage and management, they competing with each other at such a high level that you mm-hmm. get a real good um, cost for, uh, you get a real good bang for your buck now, basically. Well, from so you think when, when they talk about regional data center here, they're not talking about the cloud, you think they're talking about a physical data center? Yeah, you're talking about the actual yeah, location, yeah, and people, and they have fiber going into it and high up, output and all, all that Now, but they say regional government cloud leveraging existing. Yeah, that, that's why I give it a three. Yeah, yeah. That, that one get a three, but the um, data center... Nope. Yeah. Um now you need real you need real fiber infrastructure and stuff for that for that to work and um you need a lot of bandwidth. Yeah. If they go cloud, handle. if they go cloud have a better chance or some well something like that happening. Well it could go cloud or no, it will still connect back to the data center, but how the data center is going to be managed, where it's going to be managed, and do you have enough um um, what's called this thing, networking infrastructure in place for the data center to be accessible. Because in other, pl- in other parts of the world, data centers are on land and they run fiber on land. But in the Caribbean, we're running on the water. Yeah. And I, it, I don't yeah. see, I think it, I think it needs to be fully cloud. I don't think you're going to empower data center in Trinidad and it's other service, these 11 islands. I don't think yep. that okay. would be But if it's, if it's cloud, there has to be some way or somewhere 
that the data is stored for it to be considered in the cloud. Because remember, the cloud is just somebody else's server. Yeah, so, well, one of the US, well, the way AWS and stuff does work, you know, you have it in multiple locations. Right. Wherever, okay, you know? okay, right. So it'll be it'll be uh, external cloud service provider. We won't yeah. we won't actually do the data. Again, right. yeah, they look at the whole laws and policies governing data no, privacy no, 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 and security. No, no, no. Waste of time. Waste of <laughs> time. Waste of time. The laws? That's, that's, that's yeah, the last thing. Yeah, I mean, if you, go and, if you go in fully cloud, even the if law. you go in and store, if you go and store St. Vincent, say the data center one being in and then you go and store St. Vincent, all these other islands data in Trinidad, what are the laws and data pro- privacy and security things going to be? Laws, the same laws that have in Cyprus. <laughs> you know? Because for me, if, if the data center is, say, St. Vincent, and, my, and they talk about sharing your yeah, identity and digital ID stuff throughout the Caribbean, you know, who's to say my data going to be safe in St. Vincent? You know, that whole data privacy thing? Yeah. You know, you're more or less yeah. farming your data and your, your whole entire country data out to some other location Boy. other than your own. I, yeah, all right. Let me look at the third one. Computer Security Incident Response Team to Coordinate Collaboration. Uh, computer Security Incident Response Team. That's a six. You could, you could put that in place. You could yeah, get, um, that, that possible. You could get a bunch of um, people who study away and thing and come put them on a team and tell them to come up with some plan. Now, um, we, we are local. Well, within the region in certain countries, I think we are experts. In those yeah, we are, we are experts, but um, plenty of them go away to study and then come back. Yeah. Um, oh, they just usually. wouldn't work for the government. Yes. I wouldn't work with the government Girl. if I had those um, we... credentials. <laughs> wow. All right. Said from a public service. I mean, a, a non-public sector worker. <laughs> Enhanced cybersecurity education, training, and awareness to build capacity to address the skills gaps in cybersecurity industry and to promote safe online practices and educate citizens on the risk associated with cyber threats. It. I think that's, a, that's easy to do. If they wanted to start with something, they should start with that. Wait yeah, it. yeah. Well, I mean, you need funding and, and people to actually drive this stuff. Well, so. I talking about possibility. I we ain't talking about funds and money. Like if it, if they were to get a budget for it, mm-hmm. yeah, this one is the easiest one to hit. Education this, and this, training. The we call it the CDB involved in this, the Caribbean Development Bank, in the I, form I of a saw, loan by chance. I saw no mention of it, but it could be either the CDB or the IM, Interdevelopment, Inter-American, IM, yeah, inter, no, I, IMF. Someone I don't know. No, no, I, it's as Inter-American Development Bank, IMDB, I think, is the name of it. Mm. Yeah, something like that. But we know about that. Those, those are the ones that pay for like the um the highways and the hospitals and schools and things. <laughs> um, pursue oh. cross-border recognition of IDs addressing issues such as data protection and privacy. Zero. Yeah. I was going to say you could let um, China come in. <laughs> you know, China, the BRICS um, nations, though, the yeah, funding and all that stuff. Uh, <laughs> but again, China and data privacy, you know. I, yeah, yeah, I... I, I don't. I want to talk about China, but I don't want to talk about China because that's a big rabbit hole in terms of how they plan to take what they will. But anyhow, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, establish a shared repository of digital solutions, government-owned source code, allowing governments access to solutions required for their digital transformation efforts. Who's sharing the source code? 
And why? I see that as a two. Because it's mm-hmm. possible to create a Git repository and say, okay, this is what we use for our insurance, um, our national insurance. This is what we use for this. This is what we use for our driver's license. But government, governments in, in, in the Caribbean, they do have source code because all the code yeah. is, is um, paid for, paid, well, outsourced from um, our next company and the next company not going to yeah. release that code. And sad to say, well, not sad to say, but thinking about it, you know, in some cases, we, you know, we complain so much about things kind of not where it's supposed to be in terms of technology and using it to make things simpler. You know, in a lot of cases, we are ahead of some of these other islands, you know. Sadly, very sadly. You know, so <laughs> we might be one of the countries leading the way. Setting the standard. Well, yeah. At least we have we have people doing podcasts. I mean, I mean, not to say that nobody else doing doing a podcast. But when I searched the Caribbean for tech podcasts, I was like, wait now, I can't find none. Okay, yeah. this is this is not a good look. But okay, um, let's go. Develop a region wide validation of national forms of identification and credentials based on an interoperable digital identity. Minus yeah. four. That's Neg- the one I say. Like you know, the laws Negative and four. data privacy, security. Actually, my data minus. Does- Minus five, minus five. <laughs> um, we have a passport, and why would we not use the passport still? Because yeah. and we have all car- carry come, the whole carry come agreement. Yeah, too. like once you have a passport, your identification um, is clear. What they want to do, make sure you could have your driver's license used in other countries or some kind of thing, a digital identity. Yeah, mm-hmm. that one, that one, that that ain't happening. Nothing happening. All right, so we can look forward to cybersecurity education training. That's what we're saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take you that. Mega certificate, you know, something, maybe. Uh, yeah, and then everybody will finally decide to sign up for online banking and use use digital services. You get your, um, what you call it, your first citizen's card with your chip? I had the card a long time ago. Oh, yeah, that's all it. Okay, okay. Yeah, I had my card like three years now. The moment, the moment they, they say that it was available, I was like, sure, I'll, I'll trade in mine and I'll send it and they, they ship it to mine, they, they mail it to mine, everything. It wasn't, right. it wasn't that I never had one. I had, I had one the moment that it was offered. It's just that they're now forcing everybody to, to use to it. To move that. Uh, yeah. Okay, okay. So, yeah, that working on tapping on the ATM and all them things long, long time. Um, all right. Well, good for these, good for these, um, good for these guys who met. They took a nice photo, and uh, I'm glad that I'm glad that they could talk about it. Yes, that's what I'm glad for, that they could talk about it. Because <sighs> no, 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 no. Here, here, here's 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 the only good part about it. Nobody used to talk about it before, mm. so essentially. We were just in the Stone Age, and everybody was okay with being in the Stone Age. Now, at least they're putting up a show to say that you're not in the Stone Age. Therefore, it, there is a possibility of coming out of the Stone Age. Okay. Uh, I guess the next step, you know, we didn't used to talk about it. We're talking about it now. The next step will actually be, you know, putting together a plan and actually trying to execute on the plan, you know, taking... The, the next step? No, I think they put together a plan. The next step is failure. <laughs> like try something and fail. Uh, the only, the no, only problem it, is, good. Like if you go and fail and you didn't plan properly. 
No, the problem is, the problem is, oh, the whole of Silicon Valley is um, fail fast, you know. Mm. Everybody, like, that's, um, that's inside Facebook, that's the mantra, work hard, fail fast. Right. Meaning, that, that's meaning, the thing, you know, but we just, we don't work hard, yeah, we don't work hard and we fail slow. Yeah, we fail slow. So we spend time and productivity yeah, yeah, yeah. and money. So, but the thing is, we had to fail because mm. not trying is worse than not and than trying and failing. So I wish that they try some kind of some kind of thing, some kind of weird thing about let, let, let them create some kind of mascot about cybersecurity and start to do ads for that real cringy and all them kind of thing. Yeah. At least they realize, okay, we had to put some money behind this. Cause before no money was ever being put behind it. The money was being put behind Yeah. But I mean to play numbers. devil's advocate you go and start up for money behind cyber security when it is, you know, your own personal security not up to mark in terms of crime. People might say, well, let's focus on trying to fix the crime problem. <laughs> um, I I agree. But hear what, hear what we say. If you're, if, you're, if, you're, if you're putting money in the budget, put money in the budget. Mm. Hopefully, there'll be somebody inside that ministry that has a little bit of foresight to at least put some of the money in the correct place. Now, let me, let me, let me give you an example. Licensing office, right? Licensing office, trying to digitize and all that kind of thing and whatnot. Somebody put some of the money in the right place by at least having the Ministry of Works and Transport website where you could go and t- check your certified copy and thing and whatnot. It's working perfectly. But somebody decided... Hey, well, let me at least get this digital thing in place where people could put in their, their chassis number and their license, and we could tell who requires who. The rest of money that went into all kind of other shippiness that's mm. not really doing anything, that would have never happened if somebody inside it didn't realize, okay, there's something called a centralized database. Let me try to put a centralized database in place. Somebody yeah. sat at a, t- a table and do that. So if they do fix crime and all that kind of stuff, at least allocate some money in the budget, and hopefully we could pray that there is a um, uh, educated enough person that will try to put the money in. I don't know in a in a place that will matter. Yeah, I mean, put the money and actually use it. Yeah, 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 yeah. For yeah, the yeah. actual thing, yeah. Yeah. So, all right, cool, cool, cool. Next story. TSTT broadband strategy. Get ready to laugh. Get ready to laugh. Yeah, well, sure first time I'll be seeing it. First so. time you've seen this? All right. So, Chief Executive Officer of Majority State-owned TSTT disclosed yesterday that regional telecommunications providers are planning to hold negotiations with global tech heavyweights such as Apple, Google, Amazon, Netflix, and Meta to help the Caribbean operators to offset the cost of providing broadband data. Egard made the comments while discovering the while delivering the opening remarks at a workshop for media practitioners titled Covering Technology and the Changing Landscape hosted by, by Mewile and the Trinidad and Tobago Publishers and Broadcasters Association. Here's here this big thing. And by big tech, I'm talking about Meta, TikToks, Netflix, and all of them. They use 67% of our network assets. Six of the big tech operators utilize collectively 67% of our network assets and they make zero contribution to the development of those assets. Yet we are being asked to continuously invest. (laughs) 
What? No. <laughs> yeah, that, that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, they don't use So, because the users, your users, using, choose to use the in, their own internet that they pay for on exactly. Twitter, whatever, whatever. You want Twitter and them to pay you for it? Exactly. Does that come like to a cable company, right? You have your channels, the people paying you for the channels, but they're only watching HBO and Disney. You go in and go to Disney and HBO and tell them, hey, we need some more money because the users only watching your two channels. <laughs> so, the part where she says, they make zero contribution to the development of those assets, yet we are being asked to continuously invest. So you providing our internet service mm. and want the people who are the most popular to pay you money to make your network better so that they could get better, they could get service to you. No. It have any kind of precedence on this? Like, yes, there is precedence. Okay. There is precedence. So here's, here's, here's this precedent, right? Netflix has this CDN network, right? Netflix and, you, yeah, yeah. and Google, I think, have a CDN network where they, um, you as an ISP, you could apply to them and say, hey, we want to put a CDN in our country so that we don't have to send... Um, to loads of data up to Miami or wherever it is to collect your shows. If you could cash it by us, that'll make life a whole lot easier for us. Netflix says, sure, no problem. We will give you that cash in server. And mm-hmm. um, based on one of my TikToks, somebody commented and I had a long conversation with him. There is a cash in server in Netflix that's operated by Digicel, right? Digicel mm-hmm. or, or Flowboy. One of the two, one of those two, right? So basically what's happened is all the popular shows that get cashed there. So when we actually... Press our show on Netflix. We're not watching it from Miami. We're watching it from our internal server on the internal network. Mm-hmm. Google does that too. Google has a whole set of CDNs for YouTube. Uh, and YouTube has um, a CDN in Trinidad. And they have a big one in Brazil too. So most of our stuff don't, go, don't really go up the, um, up the, the fiber of the Caribbean. It's come through from Brazil or something like that. Right? TikTok, um, Meta, and whatnot. I don't know if they, they have it. But the thing is... I know for sure Netflix and YouTube just provide that for free. All you have to do is install the hardware, give it an IP address, and they remotely manage it for, for free. Because it's in their best interest to um to have their content yeah, seen as far uh, yeah, as, as as much as possible and as fast as possible. So there is a slight precedent. However, the way the way the statement is is like saying they make zero contribution to the, the development of those yeah, assets. It's like it she almost won like money. entitled. Yeah, it sounds like it sounds like, it, you know, I'm I entitled to, you know. Yeah, it is sound like what you just explained where they say, you know, it'll facilitate it and make it easier. You know, it sounds like she want something more than that. Yeah, like they want them to drop the cost for them and be like, well, you know, we use plenty of your service, so therefore we try and we want to, we had to strike a deal. But them are not, them are not, not a no deal with Trinidad and Tobago. Yeah, that providing point zero 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 one percent of their revenue. Rep- yeah, their revenue. Yeah, it's like these are like, like the whole Netflix thing. You know, people was like, yeah, you do, you do for Netflix, you cancel them. And I, I was like, you know, Netflix probably don't care if the whole actually that cancel. Them and studying you. If you yeah, are they, eighty billion users and one point four million decides to come out, what were you worried about? Not even so much. You don't even ask so yeah. much. Yeah. What the places Netflix care about is India. Them care about Europe. Them care about um. Them care about the, the United States, the US. Yeah. And I would even go as far to say they care about Africa more. Some parts of Latin America too. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that that's numbers. That 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 the millions that they care about. You know, so. Yeah, studying we them and studying us, but yeah, but Lara, uh, I would like to know. I would want her to, if you know, if I had the chance, I would want her to explain what she meant by compensation. You know, if it's, if it's dollars, or if it's you want them to well, do more. All right. So here, what it goes on and says. Well, this is the what the report from Jisha Kaulesa, right? So it says the Caribbean, any Caribbean TSDT invests about five hundred million dollars annually. Across the Caribbean, um, she added that there's no business case for 5G as there's no returns. There's no point where we are going to launch probably a couple of months um, where we're going to do one at Phoenix Park, but it's a fixed 5G site. Forget ubiquitous 5G deployment. There's just no money for it. Now, I agree with that because mm-hmm. 5G don't make any sense unless you have antennas everywhere. Yeah, if, it, the, if you don't have antennas the everywhere. Range, the range now. Yeah, the range because they're using millimeter waves now. So it basically doesn't make any tilt on the, on the radar unless you're working in Port of Spain. And as soon as they leave Port of Spain, you're dropping straight back down to 3G or mm. LTE, LTE, 4G. Yeah, yeah. If, if, if so much. So 5G don't have anything. That's why when they was launching all the 5G talk and thing and advertising phones with 5G, I was like... Y'all just, that's just a buzzword, you know. That, yeah. You know, you remember, you remember, and 5G used to cause COVID. Yeah, we used to cause COVID, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, he had, he had uh, the worst part. If you ask the average person what 5G is, it'd be like, oh, yeah, at home I have one name 2.4, and the next one I have is 5. 5G. 5G. Yeah. <laughs> and it'd be like, wait, I know if I'm going to bother to try to explain that to anybody. You, mm. yeah, okay, cool, cool, cool. So, in, and in, even in some places in the US, then, but then with our 5G thing, unless it's a, a city, a crowded yeah. metropolitan area, because other than that, your antennas had to be within, I don't know, 100, 200 feet of each other consistently for that kind of speed up. Now, the speed's real fast, but I can't see it. I can't see it. The only way to have a next G that, will, that the Caribbean will be able to go is if, it, if it's a long-distance G. I, so I she see. mentioned they invest how much? Two hundred million or five hundred million a year. TSDT invests annually. They didn't US? say was yeah US five hundred million. Yeah. Okay, but they make yeah. that investment in more like infrastructure and stuff like that. Um, essentially infrastructure. Uh, I can't say exactly what it is. Okay. Um, I mean, she make it sound like it's charity, but sure, that investment bringing returns. Um, right. This part here is important. She said the challenge posed by increased demand for bandwidth was just one of the several faced by TSDT in the last 18 months. So, of course, they had to restructure. They, they um, retrench people. Well, not retrench. They visa people and all that kind of stuff. They restructure and all that. Um, referring again to the cost of broadband, Agard said these moves would only work out in the long run if the company is able to find viable revenue streams, which is where I feel... Remember when we were talking about the... Um, about the digital and floating prices going up and thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the revenue streams, they, they're going to drop really bad because people not paying for... Well, for the cable companies, people don't want to pay for the cable because the cable is a waste of time because everything you could do, you could watch on the internet. And mm-hmm. for TSTT, they used to make a mint on landlines. Like landlines, it was what they, what they had and now that everybody going to cell phones... Be mobile, skating to, f- to, f- to fight a Digicel on a, on a daily to try to um, get these phones working. And most of the times, people not using the phone for, um, for calling. Yeah, yeah. It come back down to data. 
Yep. So yeah, so essentially everything that you do, your everything that you do coming back down to how much bandwidth can you get back into the country? Mm-hmm. And in and out. Yeah. So I mean you you have had a landline? No, not since I not since I leave home. From the time yeah. I from the time I leave home, no, I was a cell phone from then then to now. Yeah, I never had a landline. I don't know. No, just... I don't I don't think that's even they don't even landlines anymore, they just give you a Huawei dish. Okay, okay. It's basically your cell phone you just get on home <laughs> in your home now that is fixed to your wall. <laughs> that's yeah. I, mean, I have a phone. My phone has like thousands of minutes on it because my minutes just roll over. Just roll over. I joke. Yeah, I don't call nobody. Even, yeah, you... and to the point where even like business people just call you on WhatsApp. No, no, no. I talking about yeah. like big kind of CEO, kind of big boy person. I yeah. see now WhatsApp call coming in. I like. Who's this person calling me on WhatsApp? When I do so, yeah. it's somebody that is important that you would think would call you on a regular, yeah. a regular call. But it's just so convenient and, well, the data there, so, and all of that is data. It would be nice if WhatsApp would give you, like, an internal network where they'll allow you to um, make your WhatsApp calls and you just connect people on the inside, but they're not beneficial to them because they want the data to pass through their server. Mm-hmm. I guess... I guess when they approach them, they could approach them. But I, I don't like how it sounded in that quote. It could be a sensational quote that was put there by the reporter. But the thing is, yeah. she I said mean, it. Even if you look at it at this point of view, what incentives do these companies have to, to actually facilitate you? You know, what's in it for them? Why yeah. should they do it? Talk, as they say, our population has 1.4 million. Nothing, nothing. You know, that um, that's not even a drop in their in their um, bottom line in the revenue, you know. So <laughs> it's crazy, it's real crazy. Yeah, maybe if you do it from the standpoint of the Caribbean, you know, we make these investments in the Caribbean, you know, and have a have a, a bit more um in terms of the, your words, choose your words a little better. Don't just demand the top front, you know, have a little dialogue, you know, and I'm uh, a couple. <laughs> um, but um, bef- before it's all said and done, I hope that there is some sort of breakthrough in this bandwidth thing that um, these companies struggling with. I don't want to do things. They're going to have to stop making, try to make so much money um, and expect their profits to be ridiculously high because they, they ain't going to get people to pay for other stuff because... The, oh no! The only other thing that they could do is all of them have to agree to screw over the consumer, and basically say, "Yeah, all of us going to raise the prices, and they will have to take it." And then I'll get Starlink. <laughs> well, well, Tat Tatun come in, come and step in. You know, last time they step in when one network is a yeah, but yeah, but Tat Tat could step in, but somebody will end up having to. Somebody, the way how we kind of corruptish. Somebody you know, will tell you know, that. Someone was looking at bro. something. You know, that under the Ministry of Digital Transformation. For real? Yeah, oh, somewhere wow. I saw some. Uh, that probably had a confirm it, but that yeah. make it worse. No, that make it worse. <laughs> that I yeah, that ain't help any situation. That that ain't help any situation. Now, that if if all of them raise their price at the same time, I don't think that could do anything. It's almost mm-hmm. like insurance companies. Insurance companies could raise all their premiums at the same time and everybody just had to get insurance because by law you're supposed to have it. They can't tell them why you raise yours, why you raise yours, why you raise yours. They could do that. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. If they all come together and, and say, well, yeah, we are everybody had a raise the prices, everybody gonna have to get everybody got a ticket by. Everybody got a ticket. But the internet is necessary, so we'll see how that unfold and see if they could talk to Netflix and them and get them to care about the Caribbean. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have five minutes again. I'll go and do a, um, a computer science live for some students who have exams. But I wanted to just touch on this one real quick. Mm-hmm. AI industry and researchers sign a statement warning of extinction risk. So, dozens of AI industry leaders, meaning the people who created AI in Google and Google DeepMind and people from ChatGPT, Microsoft, Cheek Technology, Office and thing. Mm-hmm. They, they create this statement, and the statement says a lot of things, but they, the statement highlights the wide-ranging concerns about the ultimate danger of unchecked artificial intelligence. And they did say that we are still a long way from developing AI that is science fiction stuff, but I feel they wanted to take front and say, well, in 2023, we warned you all. And... It's, it, it's very, very premature because the AI that we have right now is um, an enhanced autocorrect, right? Basically, I mean, it could, or it could be that they, they're doing stuff in the background and they're, they're probably not 100% there as yet, or they, or they probably do have something that they want to show to the public yet, but, you know, based on the research and the tests in the backgrounds, whatever models they're doing with projections, they see the potential it happen, you know, so that's like a kind of, as you see, mm, you're, you're okay, doing okay, it up okay. front, but you probably have all the evidence that mm, it could probably go left mm. if you leave it unchecked. All right, so, yeah. all right, all right. I understand, I understand. I think, I think uh, I, I get where you're coming from because they know that this could accelerate very quickly because they have seen it accelerate very quickly in, before their own eyes and their own research labs and whatnot. They are, they are just saying that if you if you don't put checks in place, because there are no checks in place, there is no body that is able to um, put some sort of guardrails to say what you can and cannot do. All, all we know is that everybody does say, yeah, we have a kill switch. So mm, I guess, <laughs> yeah, having a kill switch, I guess is good enough. But I think the, I think the, the, the problem the with need, it? Yeah, the need laws and policies to kind of try and govern it, you know. But again, what are statements it have doing? good and it have bad people. The good people, put on the good people in air quotes, might, you know, do that stuff to try and, you know, regulate it in that sense. And again, you always have bad people that might push the limit, you know, if they get their hands on something that could potentially accelerate like that. You know, they might just take all the chains off and let loose. So, yeah, it's a... It's a yeah, but ChatGPT ain't taking nobody will. Nah, not nah, ChatGPT, not, yeah, nah, yeah, nah, AI in that nah form, but, it, you know, it, something that could create yeah. out of nothing. It like can be a large language model because yeah, what yeah. we have right now is large language models and we're calling it AI, which is statistical prediction of the next word and that is not intelligence. That is yeah. just maths. That is still, it's still a program. It's still programmed to do something. And the only thing that they're not sure is how it is go through the, next, the prediction in the next word. But that's because 
they're just sending trillions of calculations towards it, and they, they can't check every single calculation. But they know mathematically what they're trying to output. So yeah. I am quite all right with, um, with, yeah. with you know, it. You ever yeah. watch Black Mirror? Of course, of course. Yeah, you know, when you're creating, you put your, your consciousness in a simulation and, you know, and then it's yeah, 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 whole, yeah. you know, so if we reach that stage, then, yeah, it could start. <laughs> if we um, reach Black Mirror levels, then, yeah. Yeah, if we reach, if we reach that level, yeah, I, I agree with you. I ain't going to take that away. Um, I think, I think sometimes... Sensationalism on media does cause you to kind of do this show that, that that I don't like because now other people now will be like, oh my AI gonna take over the world. Stop using Chat GPT. That's the devil and all that kind of all that kind of yeah. all that kind of thing. And that is what I don't like. I don't like when when the misinformation becomes fact, especially yeah. when Chat GPT is saving lives <laughs> on a daily basis. <laughs> Um, I will tell you though, I'll start using bad more than ChatGPT right now. Okay, okay. Because ChatGPT um, is the experience compare. ChatGPT doing something kind of weird with people and phone numbers, telling that your phone number is a um is a a private number or some kind of thing, and you can't register with a new account. But the people who had the old accounts, it's still working. Mm. So I every time I every time I tell somebody to go and try out ChatGPT, they can't register because their phone number not being um accepted. But can you like sign up with your email? No, they they are still asking you to put to put in your phone number. So when I Google it, I realize everybody else from the third world is being um given that that message. All the third world countries they have mm. a have, have a long thread saying that they can't get through to ChatGPT, and I was like, wow, because a lot of teachers have been trying to put onto it and they they getting problems. So I tell them to start to use BARD instead. So mm. I'm using BARD a lot more so I'll be able to give better advice on but what... But uh, they expand the user group for it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> yeah, it's expanded, yeah. Okay. So yeah, anybody could use it now? Yeah, I think it's a lot of waiting list, but just get through as soon as they send it in. Oh, and okay. um, BARD, BARD does give you images in your search results. It's, it's almost like a Google search, mm-hmm. but they just give you images, they just give you the sites to check through. And the way that they do their code, a little, I, I like it a little better because all the code has come up one time and it's have, um, you know, like on Stack Overflow, it's have these like code segments when you paste code, it's go and format it properly and everything one time. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. It's give you that in different segments. So it's give you one segment of the code, explain it, give you a next segment, explain it. Kind of, it, it just felt like, um, it felt like it was trying to help me out more. Than mm-hmm. just give my answer that was magically appearing before your eyes. But ChatGPT still gave me better answers for certain things. But I just yeah. saying I, I use BARD a lot more this week or in the past few weeks because I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out how to get people to use AI, the um the large language models better. Mm. Okay, okay. So all right, I'm behind time. So y'all, it's been a good run. Normally we just go for like um. Almost 50 minutes, 45. Yeah, it's only, it's only 45 minutes today. But that's all right. We love you still. Um, and didn't intend to say it like that, but that's okay. <laughs> all right. So eh, we covered Caribbean Data Center, TSTT Broadband Strategy, Extinction Risk, and yeah, extinction, extinction Risk. If you have any questions and you want to message us or anything, you could find us at... Redbit Tech, Redbit underscore tech in most places. 
And you could find me at Make It Simple TT if you like the podcast. Reach out, shout out, do whatever you can. Let us know. And if you have any ideas or anything, and we're looking to start to take in some guests by the end of this month. So if you are, like, you know, just want to come and talk about technology because you like how we talk about it, check us out. Send a message somewhere and we will make it work, right? So that's it for today, y'all. We will see y'all next week. All in nearly in gap episode today, you know. Nearly didn't get episode today, but <laughs> later. <laughs> right. yeah.